from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Good afternoon and welcome to the show. It's Betting Across America and we are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchard, your host live from Las Vegas. Your other host live from Boston today, Josh Applebaum. So Josh, can you feel it? You can probably even, I'm not going to get graphic. You can definitely feel it, all right? Football season right around the corner. I can smell it in the air. Is that what you're going, Well, I was going to say taste it, but uh, (laughs) you can't really taste it. But you can certainly feel it. Uh, Football right around the corner. we got a Hall of Fame game tomorrow. Um, and some line movement already because of this news. Uh, coaches have confirmed that Big Ben and uh, Dak Prescott are not playing. We knew that about Dak. Probably could uh, surmise that Big Ben was not going to play either. Yeah, exactly. So kind of this is something that we expect going into these preseason games, especially the Hall of Fame game. You know, you really don't want to put your, your starters out there and, and risking an injury with so many question marks and who's playing with who and backups with the you know, second, third stringers. So there's a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of variables here where you want to protect your big guys. So it's kind of like a gentleman's thing, you know, Tomlin and McCarthy coming together saying, hey, you know, we're going to we're going to rest our guys and then kind of play a lot of these backups here today. Uh, and really, we notice an immediate move. And this is the same direction of the initial move. So uh, I'm looking at the pitch 
Pittsburgh Steelers here, Pritch. You know, mm-hmm. uh, they opened minus one. They immediately got up to minus one and a half. This news that, uh, again, both teams are going to rest a lot of their starters and their starting quarterbacks. It didn't come back down to Dallas. It went further to the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Steelers are now up to, I see a minus two. I see a two and a half. Really, since this uh, news broke, it's all further movement here toward the Steelers. A uh, couple stats here to look at, Pritch. Obviously, we talk about leaning on coaches. This wouldn't really line up with Pittsburgh, but Mike Tomlin, 26-27 and one ATS in the preseason. So he's right down the middle, pretty much 49.1%. McCarthy's had been a little bit better, 27 and 23 with two pushes ATS uh, in the preseason. So he's at 54%. Right. Uh, but to me, the play here, Pritch, is you know, uh, that initial movement was to Pittsburgh. The further movement is toward Pittsburgh. At this point, you know, if you missed the one, one and a half, uh, I would look maybe money line if you want to sweat Pittsburgh. Right now they're minus 130. And Pritch, there's just weird things that happen. A safety, a missed extra point, kicking, kicking isn't really where it should it's supposed to be at this point. Maybe a fumbled snap. There's a lot of variables here where I don't think you can treat key numbers the same way. You want to be on or off a key number, but we see like a like two point wins, one point wins. There are these tighter matchups. So if okay. you want to sweat and go with this move to Pittsburgh, I'd consider a money line play here. And then also uh continue to move into the under pitch. Open 34, down to 33. I see a 32 and a half out there. We have seen historically uh over the last decade, the average combined points in the Hall of Fame game is 29 and a half. So we've seen these lower scoring games historically. But Pritch, did you ever play in a Hall of Fame game? Is it really this, you know, it's going to be a 15-14 game? That's kind of what it feels like. What's your experience with the Hall of Fame game? Yeah, I have played uh, in this game, Josh, and there is no game planning. I mean, zero. (laughs) But that was back in yesteryear. Now, these days, you only got three preseason games. Okay, these two teams are going to have an extra one. Uh, I think you have some motivational factors, though, at play here. Because uh, you got Mason Rudolph and Dwayne Haskins for Pittsburgh. Uh, and then on the other side, you got Cooper Rush and Garrett Gilbert uh, there for the Cowboys. And, and I think from a motivational standpoint, when Dwayne Haskins get into the game, uh, that guy is going to want to impress people, right? And, and so I still don't think there's going to be any game planning. It, it feels like a scrimmage. Uh, and certainly after you've gone through camp a little bit, you want to play somebody. You want to play a game. And I think that's what we have, this Hall of Fame game situation. Uh, but a lot of distractions, too. Uh, so from a motivation standpoint, I can probably justify that line movement towards Pittsburgh because of uh, the Wayne Haskins angle there. Yeah, it's a great point by you, Pritch. So, you know, a couple of years ago, we had the the Devlin Hodge, Hodges, the Duckster. Remember, we had all these, these backup <laughs> sure. quarterbacks there when Big Ben got hurt. I think it's a great point by you. You know, we, we talked to Will Hill and, uh, you know, Kenny White and, and a lot of the people we talk about, they lean a lot on, um, you know, who the quarterbacks will be and mm-hmm. the offensive lines. If you have that, you know, you, there's something to work with here in these games. So I think you got to say, you know, hey, Big Ben getting long in the tooth, still a good quarterback. Dak, if he's healthy, he can put up numbers. But, but forget that. They're not playing. Who are their backups? I think the backup edge definitely goes to Pittsburgh because, again, these guys are competing with each other. Uh, Rudolph and, and obviously Haskins, who a high pick, considered a bust. He's got a lot to prove. To me, you're banking on the backups being better for Pittsburgh than they are for the Cowboys. So maybe that makes total sense why this line is going to the Steelers, Pritch. And uh, as of now, I think uh, I think my first bet in the preseason will be will be money lining Pittsburgh in this game. Yeah, you're going to get a lot of guys that didn't have many reps at all in practice either. I mean, a lot of starters they get to reps certainly trying to get ready for the season. Uh, but now they're going to get out there under the lights, national TV, a lot of nerves uh, and mistakes uh, typically uh, in the Hall of Fame game. It's betting across America and we are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchard, your host live from Vegas. Your other host, Josh Applebaum is live out there in Boston on the East Coast. Uh, So NFL Deep Dive, we continue with this 
with the Atlanta Falcons here. So let's go over every betting angle we can, Josh. Uh, right now for the Falcons, seven and a half is a win total, their win total on the season. And, and we're looking at it juiced up to the over minus 125 here. Yeah, so first off, Pritch, I had my Tom Brady birthday yesterday, so that was that was like my big show yesterday. Right. Now we have your Atlanta Falcons, so today's your big day. So this is just <laughs> great. We, each day we got new things to rally around. But, um, Pritch, my first thought here is I'm surprised by that over, over juice. You know, uh, this is a team that went last year 4-12. Uh, and 12. Obviously, you, you lose Julio Jones. You load up, or not load up, but you draft Kyle Pitts to kind of take over that offensive role. We talked about how we were, I think, both kind of surprised with, um, you know, uh, with Ridley being the, the favorite there to have the highest amount of receiving yards this year. You still have a veteran quarterback like Matt Ryan. We were saying, hey, you know, with a new coach uh, coming over, you know, from the Titans, you know, are they going to want to just cut bait and start new uh, with the top uh, quarterback pick and kind of replace Ryan? But no, I think they kept Ryan and you can still lean on a veteran quarterback here with a lot of weapons, you know, but again, they're four and 12 last year, Pritch. The fact that their win total seven and a half juice to the over, that surprises me. Again, they're making you pay a higher number to go over so it seems to me uh you know based on maybe a little bit of smart money the odds makers are expecting atlanta to be more competitive than we thought here with that juice over minus 125 you know some things you can lean on obviously you're gonna have these tough games against brady and the bucks but uh, obviously no more drew Brees for uh for the the saints here carolina's in rebuilding mode you know i think it's going to be neck and neck who will have a better year you know mm -hmm. the panthers or or the falcons here you know i'm not really too interested in you know the plus money make the playoffs i don't think they're going to win the division um you know i could consider minus 275 missed the playoffs i know it's kind of a minus number you're going to type your bankroll for quite a bit here pritch i'm surprised they're juicing up the over win total talk to me about uh how this could go well what's the best case scenario how does this team win eight games because it seems to me this is another five six win team but maybe i could be totally wrong what do you think probably some respect to matt ryan that situation because you do have a new head coach now the head coach is a play caller too uh, you look at the offense coordinator, Dave Ragone. Uh, he's going to coordinate the offense. He's going to put together the game plans, right? But uh, Arthur Smith is still going to call the plays. Uh, that's what he's been known for. That's what he's done. And uh, take it uh, from me, Josh, these guys love to call plays out there. So uh, I, I think with that impact, now, will he be a great head coach? I mean, he's going to have to juggle that and figure that out. Uh, but the fact that he has Matt Ryan, uh, maybe some respect towards the Falcons with that over because of Matt Ryan. Yeah, that, to me, that makes a lot of sense. Also, uh, instead of blowing it up, and again, you know, they mm -hmm. had a, a position where they could have drafted one of those top-tier quarterbacks, but they didn't. They chose to keep Ryan. So that kind of tells me, you know, Pritch, when you're a new coach in the NFL, uh, you know, you, you got to lay your foundation quick, but also you can't get off on the wrong foot. Patricia, you know, with the with the Lions, wrong foot, spiraled, he's out of there. You know, so with Arthur Smith, uh, he maybe instead of saying, hey, well, let's blow this thing up and rebuild, no, let's keep Matt Ryan because we want to be respectable, and I don't want to bottom out completely. I want to be competitive because I only got a couple year year shot here in the NFL before I'm considered you know a winner or a loser so that kind of makes sense to me uh, and again you know a veteran quarterback you still you get Kyle Pitts you know a decent running game you know defensively the Falcons to me are still a big question mark uh, you know you're in the dome you need, you need a fast quick defense and I don't know if they've really addressed that overall but maybe this is a team that you know you can score some points offensive minded uh, new head coach with Arthur Ar Arthur Smith maybe that's the reason why this over is being juiced but on the flip side I'm a guy Pritch who really likes juiced up win totals because I think if it lines up with what you're already thinking or the way you view a team then it's just further evidence that the odds makers are making you pay a higher price for a reason 
But if you go the other way and you have conviction here, the under seven and a half is plus 105. So, uh, Pritch, what do you think? You know, if you had to pick here, are you going over or under that seven and a half? <laughs> I'm on the fence right now because on paper, and that's what we're talking number. about. It is, right? It is a tough number uh, because it is Matt Ryan, too. And, okay, does Atlanta want to move on from Matt Ryan? Uh, I think some people in the front office would have loved to see them draft a quarterback. Uh, they didn't do that. Obviously, they drafted Kyle Pitts. Now, Kyle Pitts is the kind of guy who can change the game, though. I mean, he's going to line up at wide receiver opposite of Calvin Ridley. Uh, they already have a, a proven tight end, Hayden Hurst, too. Uh, and so then you factor in the two tight end set that Arthur Smith loves when he had Derrick Henry. And you wonder about Mike Davis. So let's get to Mike Davis here because his rushing yards, 775 and a half rushing yards total. Yeah, this is intriguing to me. I actually think this is kind of a really good sneaky move here. You know, you're looking mm-hmm. at last year, he rushed for 642 yards, 165 carries, uh, almost a four average with six touchdowns. So I think in the fast track, you know, and maybe getting more more playing time here, I could see going over Mike Davis, that 775 and a half. Again, you're really only asking him to have around 80 more yards than last year when his touches and attempts were low. So Pritch, if this is a guy that's become going to become a feature back, he only had 165 carries last year. I could see him, you know, with Atlanta, getting close to 200 so with more opportunities comes more chances to get more yards again the slick dome here where if you get rolling you know uh, four yards in a cloud of dust or a cloud of that that pellet stuff that fake turf bridge (laughs) in your face uh, I would look Davis over I actually kind of the more I think about it I kind of like that number that seems a bit low with a good opportunity for playing time but uh, Pritch who jumps out to you on this list Uh, would would you lean over with Davis absolutely he jumps out immediately to me Mike Davis go over 775 and a half rushing yards Uh, Kyle Pitts, 800 and a half receiving yards, too. Now, he's a young, young player, uh, but so gifted, though, Josh. Seven and a half receiving touchdowns, inclined to go over the touchdowns. Now, the yards uh, could be interesting, though. Hayden Hurst in the middle of the field, he's a very effective tight end. Uh, But can Kyle Pitts, as a rookie, develop that trust with uh, Matt Ryan? Now, he should be able to do that. Calvin Ridley, certainly 1,400 and a half. That's lofty. Uh, 1,400 and a half receiving yards. That's lofty to me uh, with Calvin Ridley. That's a huge number. And Pritch, my first you know, interpretation of that is that thing is way too high. But anytime in betting when something looks way out of whack mm-hmm. and it feels like it's super like easy money to go under, then typically there's a reason for it and it's probably going to go over. So that's my not, I don't have like a scouting report on Calvin Ridley. I can't tell you how good or bad he is or what my projections say he's going to do, but it's one of those gambling, you know, gambler type situations where you see something that doesn't make sense. There's a reason behind it. So why is his receiving yard so high? It feels like an easy under tells me that, Hey, maybe there's a reason to go over there just because it doesn't make any sense. Uh, We talked about Mike Davis going over. I think that's a great opportunity. Kyle Pitts is kind of tough, Pritch, just because you really don't know what these rookies, what you're going to get. You know, is there a learning curve? Is Are there going to be injuries? The transition from college to the NFL, 800 and a half probably is, is, is a good number there. I would lean maybe more receiving touchdowns over seven and a half. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's around the 700 number, but he gets eight touchdowns really because this guy's a matchup nightmare. You know, we've seen a lot of people kind of say, hey, we haven't seen a tight end prospect like this coming out of college in, you know, I don't know, 10, 20 years. It's right. been forever. I think, I think uh, you know, one of the guys, uh, who was it, uh, Mel Kuyper had him as high, or maybe one of these guys as highest rated, uh, you know, tight end prospect ever. So mm-hmm. lofty expectations here. Um, and then to me, a mismatch nightmare. Are you going to put 
a little defensive back on him who he'll just overpower. Are you going to put a, you know, a bigger linebacker or safety who he's going to be quicker than? I just think this is a move that um, is, is going to make Matt Ryan very, very happy this year having a target like Pitts in the red zone. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, he should have been third overall. But instead, he goes four. Uh, <laughs> I would have cashed that ticket if he wouldn't went third overall. But he goes four. So you look at Arthur Smith as a coordinator calling plays. Now as a head coach, as a play caller, uh, is he going to change? Is he going to break uh, tendency here because last year with the Titans, they only attempted 481 passing attempts. Uh, certainly the focus was, was with uh, Derrick Henry there. Uh, Mike Davis is not Derrick Henry, but if he gets the running game started though, Josh, I mean, as your tendency would be to lean on a running game. Uh, so therefore fewer attempts uh, in the passing game, but yet you still have Matt Ryan too to factor in that. Yeah, I think it's a great point by you, Pritch, especially the more I look at Davis because, you know, this guy's 28 years old. He's from South Carolina, but he's kind of still got fresh legs. I mean, mm-hmm. he's been in the league since 2015, but he's never really had an opportunity. His first two years were with the San Francisco 49ers. He rushed for about 50 yards each time. He had a cup of coffee with Seattle for two years. He had 240 yards and 514 yards. He splits Chicago and Carolina in 2019, 2020. He really breaks through with his most attempts at 165. Uh, but this is a guy that you say 28 is long in the tooth for a running back. I actually think this benefits him. He's kind of been on mothballs and waiting for his chance, waiting for his opportunity. If he has a good year here, uh, then boom, you can really set yourself up for another contract down the road. So you skate off by the 28 years old, but I would say don't be. This is a guy that I think his legs at 28 are probably as fresh as he's going to get. And anytime you've been waiting, Pritch, forever to get your chance, Hey, now's the time to seize it. So I think you're going to get a great effort out of Mike Davis, finally getting the shot that he probably feels like he's wanted his whole career. Going back to the win total situation too, just trying to make up my mind here a little bit, Josh, because the beginning of the season for the Falcons, very, very kind. They start the season against the Eagles, uh, gets a little rough against Tampa Bay after that, but then the Giants, the football team, and then the Jets uh, right there to start the season for the Falcons. Yeah, so I mean the Jets and then the opener against Philly, you could, you know, worst case or, you know, two and three, three and two, something like that. I don't think you're going to beat the Bucks there in that game. But, you know, I'm looking at this opener here, Pritch, Philly against Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think this is a situation where I wonder if Philly's going to become a trendy dog because this thing opened up Atlanta minus three and a half. I see one book that went to four. That may be an outlier. Most of the books are minus three and a half Atlanta. Um, I feel like you're probably going to get a lot of public bias saying, hey, Philly, they're probably just as good as Atlanta, maybe some anti-Atlanta bias there with no more Julio. Again, Philly with Jalen Hurts and is, is Devonta Smith back. What I'm getting at here is, is there a situation that's created where, again, and I like betting dogs in week one, so that's a universal thing for me. Doesn't mean I bet every single one, but there is an overall trend toward dogs getting points uh, in the early part of the season. But my question is, do and again it's kind of a 50 50 ticket split right now but these ticket splits you can't take much from because the bets are really still low i want to know does philly become a really popular dog where everyone says hey this is a coin flip game give me the points does that create a buy low fade the trendy dog contrarian favorite spot for atlanta at minus three and a half that's something that i'm going to keep an eye on here pritch but uh, again three and a half it's also like the hook is hanging out there mm-hmm. you know how can you not take the pl- the hook the three and a half with the with philly but odds makers are keeping up there and they're not dropping down to three. If anything, it's still early. They're trending closer to four. So uh, maybe that, that week one, you, you start off on the right foot one and oh, maybe you get a, a little, little juice rolling here. And then Pritch after that, you only need what? Seven more wins to get that over. <laughs> there you go. But so the schedule again, it's very kind for the Falcons because they have to buy week after the jets, uh, then the dolphins, the Panthers, the saints could be a mess. 
uh, and, you know, the Saints and, and the Falcons, that's a rivalry situation. Uh, the cities, the teams, all that. So much history right there. Uh, so maybe the Falcons can get up for that matchup against the Saints. Uh, that'll be in November, too, by the way. Yeah, and I'd be looking at maybe grabbing the points in that game. That's kind of my classic divisional dog, road division dog. That one's in uh, with the Saints there. You can maybe see a higher scoring game in that one as well. Uh, Pritch, I'm also looking later down the stretch. You have a game against the Jaguars. You have mm-hmm. a game against the Lions. You have a couple, a few cupcakes here that, yes, hey, you if do. you can get something going. <laughs> I mean, I, I can kind of pick five wins off the bat for this team. And then these other ones, maybe there's injuries, maybe crazy things happen, uh, upset opportunities along the way. And I would say, Pritch, week 11, uh, my Patriots against the Falcons first time since the 28 to three game. And uh, Pritch, my biggest regret in life, not live lining the Patriots when they're down 28 to three. Can you imagine <laughs> what that payout would have been right. in the Super Bowl? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, different characters though, this time around uh, for that matchup. How about some awards though? Matt Ryan, do you like him? MVP 50 to one um, offensive rookie of the year. Kyle Pitts plus 800 though. Yeah, the only one that jumps out to me is Offensive Rookie of the Year, Kyle Pitts, Pritch. You know, know, plus 800, that's a pretty good payout there. Ryan, MVP, probably a good number, 50 to 1, but I really don't see that happening. Mm -hmm. Uh, Again, if you're going to be a a 500 team, you're not really in the running for an MVP. you got to be, you know, kind of in the Final Four talk and the Super Bowl contender there to get that award. Um, I think Ryan could have a good year, but I'm not going to take the 50 to 1. Uh, My only play would, again, be Pitts, because if this is a guy that takes the league by storm and kind of of Gronk's rookie year where uh, he just was rolling over people and no one could cover him. You know, if, if Pitts gets close to a hundred catches, a thousand yards, 10 touchdowns, typically that offensive rookie of the year award goes to quarterbacks, which is why Trevor Lawrence is the favorite right now. I think he's plus 300. Maybe um, I could see an Avenue where if Pitts's numbers are so good and he stays healthy uh, and he just looks like a, a monster out there plus 800. Maybe that's down to plus 500 a few weeks into the season. Yeah, he, he's going to be a monster out there. He's 6'6", 240, runs a 4'3". Um, he turns 21 in October. He's still 20 years old, Josh. <laughs> Unbelievable. I mean, Pritch, that that's incredible. Yeah. I mean, talk about a physical specimen. Again, matchup nightmare. What would you do, Pritch? Do you double him? Again, would, do you put? I'm going to put your defensive coordinator yeah. cap on now, but how do you guard this guy? Do you have the, you know, uh, that linebacker safety hybrid? I don't even know how you're going to match up. That's going to be tough for opposing teams to figure out. I think it gets very, very interesting because if you have a two tight end package on the field with Hurst and uh, Pitts there, uh, defensively, you probably have to even that out, get heavy. And now if you shift uh, and Pitts is a receiver, you're one-on-one there. Uh, or, or certainly cool. in the middle of the field opens up too for Hayden Hurst and the running games. So uh, I think Pitts will stress out a defense. He's designed I'm to right do that. I agree with you, Pritch. And again, Hurst, let's dial up his uh, props here just right. now that we think about it. Because uh, I remember working with Michael Lombardi on a Lombardi line, and he said Hayden Hurst was a guy that really the Ravens should not have let go. Losing Hayden Hurst really hurt their offense. So this is a guy that you don't really think about. But again, if all your attention is going to be devoted to Pitts, that leaves Hurst wide open. Kind of that old Aaron Hernandez Gronk two tight end set. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's something to look for as well. And, and again, Matt Ryan. I don't know if you're a Super Bowl contender this year. You're really not, but it could be a fun year. You, you got some weapons to work with in Atlanta. He really does. Calvin Ridley, too, probably coming to his own. He's got to stay healthy for sure. Uh, but just looking at that win total again, it is tough number seven and a half, but juiced up uh, to the over minus 125 to the over. 
Yeah, and again, Pritch, my first inclination yeah. is under seven and a half. But here's the thing. You have your own perceptions, but your perceptions include bias. So you don't want to let that cloud your judgment. The fact that this thing is juiced up over, it tells me that the odds makers projections have them closer to an eight win team or, you know, uh, closer to going over that number. They're making you, they're giving you the plus money and the under for a reason. It, it looks too good to be true. That's what scares me. For whatever reason, that over is an appealing bet. Yeah, and then miss the playoffs minus 225. Just going over the numbers, make the playoffs plus two. 220 minus 275 to miss the playoffs. Uh, not coming close to the NFC number one seed or anything like that with the Falcons, but a deep dive right there, uh, which gets very, very interesting. Josh, there's 12 teams without a Super Bowl victory. Uh, we get to bet on whether or not we'll see a first time Super Bowl winner. It's coming up next. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. Welcome back to Betting Across America. Betting Across America is presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchard, your host from Vegas. Your other host, Josh Applebaum, is out in Boston today. So, Josh, 12 teams without a Super Bowl victory. Uh, I love these uh, these betting opportunities here. Will there be a first-time Super Bowl winner? Minus 450, the no. Uh, plus 320, the yes. Now, I'm going to mention the teams. 
<laughs> Bengals, Jaguars, Bills. Uh, just watch that. The four falls, uh, 30 for 30. Again, outstanding right there. Um, the Lions, Browns. How about that? Panthers, Cardinals, Texans, Chargers, Titans, Falcons, Vikings. Yeah, so first off, Pritch, I'm going to have a, two camps here. I'm going to give you the teams that I think have no shot. No offense to any, any of these fan bases if you're a fan of these teams, but Bengals, no shot. Uh, Falcons, no shot. Jaguars, Lions, Panthers, Texans, no shot there, in my opinion. But now let's look at the ones that, that have a shot here. Uh, biggest one, obviously, you mentioned is the Buffalo Bills, plus 1,200. As of right now, uh, the Buffalo Bills, I think they have the third best odds here to win the Super Bowl, trailing only the Buccaneers, plus 700, and the Chiefs, plus 450. So uh, if you're going to take this plus 320 uh, for yes for one of these teams to finally win the Super Bowl and the, the Bills with what that four year stretch pitch where they couldn't get it done just mm -hmm. the heartache there mm -hmm. every single time uh, I know Bills Mafia you, you, there's going to be a run on uh, on tables that they'll set on fire and break in half if they finally get that thing done uh, but plus 1200. To me, that's the team you're banking on if you want to cash this prop bet. A team that I really like to win total over anyway. Uh, it's at 11 right now. I think it's a 12-win team or better. We've talked a lot about uh, Josh Allen continuing to get better, making these leaps, uh, and really just um, you know McDermott kind of creating a great foundation uh, with a good roster here. So that's an, that's one shot. The Browns are an outside shot. You know, I already bet they're over 10 and a half win total. This is a team that we've hit on quite a bit here, Pritch, plus 1,600. You have a great deep, you have a, a better defense, a great running game, good offensive line. You're getting Odell Beckham back, Stefanski year two, Baker in a contract year. Those are the two you're leaning on. And then, of course, Vikings Chargers around that plus 3,000 area. I don't really think either of them have much of a shot. Mm -hmm. You got to give them a little respect. To me, if you're taking the yes plus 320, you're really hoping that the Bills or the Browns get it done here, Pritch. But, uh, Pritch, I got to tell you, Tom Brady's going to repeat. Don't you know that? I think you should just you should just hammer the, the Bucks plus 700 right now because none of these guys are winning. Okay. Uh, well, saying, a with, bit facetiously. I hear you. With that thinking, though, so with that thinking, is minus two, uh, 450 on the no, is that too steep? Because there's some guaranteed no's on this list. There definitely are. I think it's uh, you got to look at it as you know quality versus quantity. There's a lot of quantity that uh, probably is not going to come through all these teams that we mentioned. Mm -hmm. But quality, you know, Bills. I, I don't. Not that I think the Bills are going to win the Super Bowl, but. They're moving up each year, getting a little bit better. And and Pritch, can you imagine? You know, one game it's it's Bucks versus Bills, and you know the Bucks are a three point favorite on a neutral field. I mean, how imagine the sweat you would be having if if you bet the no there and Buffalo uh, is in a shot there, maybe to beat whoever it's going to be, the Bucks or whoever. So uh, I'm not really a fan of tying up a minus four fifty in my bankroll for the gotcha. next six months. Right. To me, if you're going to take a shot, you know, a little fun money here, maybe is you take the yes and really hope that the Bills get there. And then again, hedging opportunities. We always got to mention that you could mm -hmm. be holding that ticket uh, with the bills to, for one of these teams to win at plus three twenty. They're in the championship game. They're in the, you know, the AFC uh, title game hedging opportunities. Again, just like Slovenia, we talked about earlier with, with USA basketball team USA and uh, hedging opportunity in the gold medal game, possibly. So Rich, what's your take here? Are the bills the closest? Anyone else that maybe intrigues you a bit? I'm intrigued by the Browns. I really am. That running game is potent. That offensive line, be, building your team inside out. Certainly that's what the Browns have done. Uh, the weapons on the outside too will help out Baker, I believe. Uh, will that defense come together? They have some pretty uh, good names up front. Uh, Miles Garrett, you got Clowning, uh, you got Tack McKinley. I mean, you got some names up there. That defense, if it comes together, uh, it gives the Browns a great opportunity. But the Bills, 
I'm, I'm high on Josh Allen. I really am. I mean, that draft class was unbelievable when you consider Baker Mayfield, uh, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, all with a chance to help their teams uh, reach the Super Bowl there. Yeah, just don't rub it in to the Cardinals who took uh, Josh Rosen there because right. that, that's a tough one, seeing all these other guys look pretty good so far. Uh, but, Pritch, I'm right there with you. Uh, again, it's fun to talk about these prop bets because, on the one hand, it's intriguing. It kind of lets you know is there uh, you know, is there value in, in different mm-hmm. ways to attack the NFL this year. But it really gets you thinking, who are the teams that you're high on? Who are the ones that you're not? And do your preconceived notions and opinions track with what the odds makers are telling you? So, uh, fun exercise there, Pritch. And, and if you're going to play that bet, yes, Buffalo or Cleveland. I think that's what you're rooting for. The bet would be the no minus 450, but Bills and the Browns, though, kind of scare you a little bit right there to me because, there, again, there's some lock-solid no's <laughs> on this <laughs> list right here out of the 12 teams without a Super Bowl victory. Uh, come up next, uh, we do have the college football betting guide. is out, $19.99. A lot of information in there. We go over win totals in college football. Let's come up next. VSIM College Football Betting Guide is here. Start your football season on the right foot with our expert analysis and picks for conference champions, Heisman hopefuls, and playoff teams, plus power ratings for every single team. Now is also a great time to get your all-access VSIM subscription, including our college and pro football betting guides, along with everything we offer for the entire football season. Get your college betting guide for only $19.99 or start your free all-access trial today at vcin.com slash subscribe. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America, and we are presented by BetMGM. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you today. So uh, the college football betting guide is out, Josh, and uh, we get Steve Mackinnon uh, and some excellent, excellent information here. Um, if you're looking for win totals, I highly recommend this college football betting guide because it kind of lays it out for you. Gives you the the breadcrumbs uh, to cash some tickets, in, in my opinion, here. So let's go over some of these win totals that stand out. The Texas A&M over 9.5 plus 105 there, Josh. Uh, an opportunity, uh, so certainly looking to uh, bet some win totals. Intriguing number, in my opinion, with Texas A&M right there. Yeah, so Pritch, you know, to me, Texas A&M over nine and a half. On the one hand, hey, it's a it's a powerhouse school. Uh, obviously, you, you you know, with Jimbo Fisher and the recruiting that you've done, this is a big, big, you know, a school that is turning out the next group of Texas A&M Aggies here. But my concern would be the over nine and a half is plus 105. Mm-hmm. I just always get skeptical with win totals when you're getting plus money to start. Again, doesn't mean that every minus number win total is going to win and every plus number win total is going to lose. It's just that, you know, in the SEC, how are you going to replace Kellen Mond? You know, obviously, 
a tough division there, a tough conference just in general. Level of competition is really, really high. Can they win 10 games? They certainly could, but that's the one that I would maybe, uh, it's not that I'm going to blindly go under, but I'd be a little wary going over just because, again, why are you getting the plus money? The under's actually juiced, I believe, minus 115, minus 120 there. Taking a step back, you know, having to replace Kellen Mond. That's another thing we talk about, you know, losing your starting quarterback. We want to lean on teams that bring back the same QB. Uh, maybe the next guy up, Pritch, I don't know is, I don't know who it is, but they're probably a highly recruited player. Could be a great starter here. But that's my one concern with Texas A&M. That number one, you're getting plus money. you got to ask yourself why. Right. And then, of course, having to replace that starting quarterback. That could be a little bit of a hiccup there early in the year. Yeah, over 9.5 plus 105 right there. I mean, is it suspect? Maybe. Uh, is there respect for Fisher? Does he have it going there with this program? I don't think he has it going to that level. Uh, and plus, besides, look, Texas A&M, their second game of the year, they, they go to Colorado. I mean, come on. Uh, oh, that's a guaranteed loss right there. Fresh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ready and waiting for the Aggies, though, to show up uh, in that one. We missed that game last year. We were supposed to go down there, uh, Josh, but could not do it because of COVID, obviously. But I, I don't know if Fisher has a program uh, with the Aggies to that level yet right there. So over 9.5 plus 105. What about Wisconsin? Under 9.5 minus 115. Yeah, so I can get behind this one here, Prince. Mm-hmm. This is a team that, uh, yes, another big football school. Obviously, these are these are big, big schools that turn out a lot of, uh, you know, your Ron Dane or your Taylor, a lot of these, you know, prospects that we think about. James White, my neck of the woods from Wisconsin, kind of running back you here, uh, or also great lineman. But I like this under, 9.5 minus 115. This is more of my style. One, uh, again, uh, public is really going to want to bet a lot of overs. So just from a contrarian perspective, taking unders is kind of the go-against-the-grain way to bet some of these big schools. Because uh, if you look at Wisconsin, an average Joe better, Joe or Jane, or Joe or Jane Pritch, uh, they're going to probably lean over Wisconsin. P- football school, got to go over, win double digits. But this team was 4-3 and three last year. 9.5 is kind of seemingly a high number. The under is juiced up, telling you that, again, there could be liability to the under. Uh, and then their quarterback, uh, Mertz here, Pritch. I don't, I'm not a huge believer in him. I know you're bringing him back, but there's been issues with injuries and inconsistent play. I could get behind that under 9.5. But what do you think, Pritch? What are you doing here uh, with Wisconsin? How competitive? will the Big Ten be, though? I mean, replacing quarterbacks there, Ohio State, that's on the other side, a different division. Uh, And the division that Wisconsin is in, I mean, what is Iowa? Is Iowa going to give them a run for their money? I I think Wisconsin can be a sneaky good team this year. Nine and a half under minus 115, though. Yeah, that's intriguing. I'm actually looking at Pritch, their week one game. This Mm -hmm. is September 4th at home against Penn State. They are currently a four and a half point favorite at home against Penn State. So uh, again, uh, that's not a huge number. I feel like Wisconsin, a lot of these home games, maybe they're a little bit higher here. So again, some some wiggle room to me. I lean under, but I totally get your point in this one. Yeah, then you got USC, that over eight and a half minus 120, uh, their division with Utah, Arizona State, UCLA even. Uh, that's tough there for the Trojans. Yeah, that's interesting too, Pritch. But if you look at the board, this is aside from the Indiana under, who uh, who was it? Kenny White told us. I think he really liked that under yesterday. Okay. Uh, USC over eight and a half minus one twenty. That's one of your biggest juice plays overall. Mm-hmm. So we talk about Keaton Slovis, a guy who what is he twenty eight to one to win the Heisman, Pritch. Last time we talked about him. Uh, this is a team that again, you're in, the level of comp. Obviously, Pac twelve versus SEC. It, it's not as uh, you know as as high level overall. So maybe there's an opening here. Maybe the odds makers know something about USC that we don't because. They're definitely juicing up that over. Uh, and again, some of these numbers could move. You know, you may see this inch up to nine if, if the juice continues to rise. But, Pritch, do you agree with that? Do you think this is a nine-win team? Because based on the juice, it looks like oddsmakers kind of think they can. I really like um, 
Well, no, I don't. I mean, that division is just tough because of Utah. I mean, again, didn't mention them at all, really. Uh, if they hit on their quarterback, it gets tough for everybody uh, in the Pac-12. The conference is up for grabs, by the way. Uh, so SC over eight and a half minus one twenty. Hmm. Let's think about that one. Yeah, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to chew on that yeah. one a little bit, Pritch. Well, <laughs> I'm gonna take over and do, and do your job. I'm gonna flip this one to you. Ready? West Virginia, okay. uh, the Mountaineers. Take me home, country roads, Shenandoah River. Uh, just gives me a chance to, to sing one of my favorite songs. But uh, over seven plus one hundred five. So you know me. Uh, you're getting plus money over. That's great. But why? The unders actually juiced up here, Pritch. Could you get behind this team winning eight or more games? Or maybe this is kind of feels like it'll land right on seven. But what's your take on uh, WVU here, Pritch? Well, over, go over at plus one hundred five. Um, West Virginia is one of those schools when you have the right coach. Uh, they're recruiting properly, Josh. Um, a lot of great talent in that area of the country for sure. Uh, but, you know, again, it's a program that's not stable to me, though. So if I'm going to back a program, I'm looking – if I'm going to go over with a program, certainly uh, I'm looking for something that's stable to me. And over 7 plus 105, it just doesn't seem stable to me right now. Yeah, and that kind of just jives with kind of what the juice is telling you. Again, you know, me, I'm looking at these minus numbers because mm-hmm. I want an indication that uh, that's the side that's either taking in more action or they're leaning toward with a possible further move by a half game one way or the other. Um, you know, the one that I can definitely get behind is Indiana under eight. Okay. You know, I'm looking at Indiana. That was a team that, Pritch, they were really kind of set the world on fire out of nowhere, had a really good year. Uh, what were they, six and two? Mm-hmm. Uh, but the love for them seems to be, they're kind of like the Chargers. All this love, are they being overvalued? The under eight minus 130 uh that kind of speaks to me that hey maybe they're maybe they'll take a step back this year yeah under one okay minus 130 though for the under eight for indiana right there west virginia that schedule suggests that they could go over though plus 105 over seven uh again loaded information right there from the college betting guide come up next josh applebaum's grossest play today is next BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.
The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. BetMGM is offering new customers an opportunity to turn a $1 wager on the Dodgers or Astros into $100. If either team hits a home run, just use bonus code VSIN100 when you sign up with the king of sportsbooks. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com for more details and make sure to use promo code VSIN100. Enjoy innovative parlay selection builders, daily promotions, boosted odds specials, and more with BetMGM. It's a new customer offer paid and free bets. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem, 800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. Welcome back to the show. Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you today. Uh, Major League Baseball, some games underway. Josh, we talked about the Padres in the athletics. 1-1 in the third. And then we have Pittsburgh and the Brew Crew. Uh, two to one pirates. How about that? Yeah. And Pritch, I actually just saw, I think it was Rowdy Telez just hit a home run here for the Brewers. They're now up four to two, I believe. Okay. So if you're Change. sweating that one. Yeah. This thing's moving as we speak, Pritch. <laughs> I'm just glued into all these. Yes, scores you are. I'm, I'm sweating the A's pretty hard right now. It's a one, one game. They're up one, nothing. Uh, that was kind of our, my interleague line move. We talked about that game, uh, you know, right as it, I think it was like seven minutes before it started, but uh, that's a system match there. Had Tampa earlier, uh, eke that one out four to three. Uh, they were, that was a big line move. Uh, minus 140 up to around minus 150 mm-hmm. uh, with a, with a favorite, with a low total with the Rays there. So uh, a couple day games in the books here, Pritch sweating the A's and a lot more to get to tonight. So you're sweating. this only the third inning and you're sweating already. <laughs> I, I'm constantly sweating. There's nothing I can do. It's just, just the way I'm wired here. So uh, okay. it's always fun. <laughs> okay, easy. I'm going to call you Coach Judge in a minute over there uh, out there in Boston. Well, let's get to some games that you are attracted to here uh, later on in the schedule. Uh, we got the Angels uh, on deck. What do you have here? Yeah, so what's funny about the Angels, Pritch, is, you know, I'm the kind of guy, much of the year I've been betting against Shohei Otani, uh, just because every time he takes the mound, he's a huge public favorite. If there's any indication of a line move against him, uh, you know, I I like to go the other way and kind of bet against that public bias toward, you know, the MVP favorite. Now, I think Otani's minus 700 to an AL MVP right now. Mm -hmm. But, Pritch, I'm excited because I actually am going to sweat Otani tonight. Uh, Usually I'm against him. I finally get a shot to back him, uh, meeting quite a few of my system matches. So the Angels open around minus 150 on the road, minus 155. They've been steamed up all the way to around minus 175. So a big move here in favor of the Angels. Looking at steam, 15 cents or more on a team off a win. That's 58% this year. Another system I like is a road favorite off a big win of five runs or more. If you win a game by five or more, you come back the next day, your favorite again uh, on the road, 66 and 33 so far this year with a good win rate around 67%. Uh, with uh, again, Angels rolling yesterday, 11 to three. 
And really not only that move to the Angels, but uh, this is also about the bats of the Angels. They're hitting 253. That's fifth best in Major League Baseball, Pritch. Uh, Texas is hitting 225. That's uh, 29th, almost dead last there. So I'm actually going to go with the Angels here. I know it's a big, kind of a big number in a division spot, mm-hmm. but I like that move. I'm going to get down on the Halos, minus 175. You know, you look at Otani on the bump, uh, a lot of games there, no decisions, though, when he's out there. I mean, it's like the Angels, they waste uh, when Otani's on the bump for them. Seriously, and again, if you're going to rally around somebody, it's got to be Otani here because mm-hmm. uh, we've seen what he's what he's doing on both sides of the plate, uh, still leading uh, the AL and home or leading all all of major leagues here. I think in home runs, I think believe 37 now. So, uh, Pritch, let's get it tonight. I'm I'm, I'm hoping uh, they rally around Otani and cash a minus 175 for me. All right. Yesterday, I asked you, are you a believer of the Red Sox? Um, <laughs> I forgot what your answer was. Uh, they have lost what five in a row now. Uh, They are on the road against Detroit. Detroit at home, the home dog, plus 136 here in Vegas, nine the total. So I'm still a believer in the Sox. Okay. I'm worried about the Rays. I think the Rays are actually the play in the AL East. A, minute, a couple days ago, a hot minute ago, they were, I think, plus 130. I think that's evening out right now. Still waiting for Chris Sale to get back and update Pritch. He's going to have his last rehab start in Worcester, which if you live in New England, it's called Worcester. He's going to pitch <laughs> at Worcester one more time. And then uh, I think he's going to join the club on the 12th of August if all goes well there. Um, I'm a believer. I'm waiting on Schwarber to get uh, make his appearance here, play a little first base, but not tonight, Pritch. This is a gross play for me, not the gross play of the day, but in that in that uh, same vein, I'm gonna go Tigers. Uh, this one's for Patrick Maher, our, our colleague and our buddy. The Red Sox are a big public favorite tonight, not in terms of the line, but in terms of uh, their support here, because the public says, "Hey, Red Sox are great." Uh, Detroit Tigers are terrible. Sox have lost five in a row. They lost last night. They got to bounce back and win today. But again, that's a trap that you don't want to bet games based on uh, what's supposed to happen or what should happen or what you expect to happen. What is the data telling you? It's telling me that the Red Sox are getting seven, eight out of 10 bets here on the money line yet. They open around minus 155. They're down to around minus 145. That tells me a little bit of uh, a little bit of Detroit Tigers money here. And I actually think um, you know the, the matchup pitching wise, mm-hmm. I think favors the Tigers. Pritch Casey Mize was a high pick for them. I want to say he was third overall, uh, six and five record, 3.41 ERA. He's pitched very well, uh, especially recently, kind of getting his groove. Eduardo Rodriguez, who had a great year two years ago, uh, didn't play during the pandemic because of a, a COVID issue. Right. He's seven and six with almost a six. ERA. He's been getting knocked around quite a bit here, Pritch. So I'm actually going to take Detroit, see if I can get a dog to bark. Uh, that's a fan tax play for me, Pritch. Either my team wins and I'm happy or my bet wins and I'm happy. So I'll, I'll walk down for that tightrope there. All right. I love it. Okay. We got uh, a featured matchup here. Houston and the Dodgers, obviously Scherzer. Uh, he's going to be on the bump. Minus 220 uh, for the Dodgers uh, against Houston. Uh, total is nine. Uh, what do you have in this game? Yeah, so Pritch, as much as I, I would love to sweat Scherzer in his debut here, uh, it's a big number, and mm-hmm. it, it's moved a little bit to the Dodgers, like minus 200 to around minus 210, kind of standard you know, with a popular play there. Um, I'm not going to take Houston. I'm not going to take the Dodgers. I'm going to lay off the money line entirely. My play here is if you can find an eight and a half, because what, what jumped out to me here, Pritch, is uh, heavy betting on the under. You know, the total open at eight and a half. Everyone's betting the under, saying this is going to be a two-nothing Scherzer gem here. It's going to go way under. But we've actually seen this thing rise eight and a half up to nine. The nine right now is juiced up minus 115. But if you can wait this one out, 
find an eight and a half. This is a contrarian over opportunity for me. I think the the bats of the uh, the Dodgers could get to Odorizzi here. They do very well against righties that kind of kind of nibble around the corners here. And then also weather wise, Pritch. I wish we had tickets to to the game tonight. It's going to be 85 degrees, uh, perfect conditions here. Wind blowing out about about seven to ten miles an hour. This just jumped out to me as if you if you can only have a nine right now, I wouldn't bet it. I'd wait it out. It's a 940 game. Mm-hmm. See if this comes back down to eight and a half because this eight and a half is critical. If it lands on nine, a five four game, a seven to two game, whatever it may be, you want to cash this bet, not push it. So if you can wait it out, find over eight and a half. That's a contrarian over for me with a nice wind blowing out night at Chavez Ravine. Okay, sure, is going to be um, jacked for this one. That's for sure, but. Uh, yesterday's game was interesting, too, because uh, that crowd, uh, I got to give credit to Houston. To withstand all that, that that crowd gave them and still have a performance like that, that was incredible. It really was. McCullers pitched great. And remember, that was a that was a sharp line move to the Dodgers that did not mm-hmm. come through. So Houston beats Bueller, beats the Sharps. I mean, last night that was uh, Dodgers minus 150, all the way up to around minus 180. So, again, tip your cap. Houston, they're probably used to it by now, Pritch. Everywhere they go, there's banging on trash cans. There's, you know, people with fake binoculars. Maybe maybe they, they <laughs> almost like, you know, Joe West as a home plate ump who love and, and Scott Foster, our guy, these guys who love uh, riling up the crowd and feed off of it. Maybe, maybe Houston's kind of learned how to deal with that because they've been dealing with it all season. Yeah, really incredible, though. And Scherzer, minus 210. I mean, everybody's looking forward to that debut with the Dodgers right there. Uh, what about this other game? Okay, Yankees. Uh, what do you have in this one? So this is a play on the under for me in the Yankee game here, Pritch. You know, obviously it was a 13-1 game yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, the thing went way over, and I think the public sees Harvey and Tyon and says this is the Yankees are going to crush Harvey. But uh, to Harvey's credit, you know, we faded Harvey, quote-unquote, fade Harvey Day much of the year. But fade Harvey Day, I think, has lost three straight uh, times here where Harvey's pitched a little bit better. Um, see, I'm going to jinx it. He's going to give up six runs in the first <laughs> inning now, Pritch. But um, I'm not going to lay the big number with the Yankees. They opened minus 260. They've kind of stayed where they're at. I'm not really in- interested in sweating the Orioles plus 220, but I like the over. What I like about it is everyone's betting the over. This is one of the most lopsided over plays of the night, expecting a ton of runs here, but it opened nine and a half and it didn't go to 10. It's actually juiced up under minus 115. So it tells me a little under liability here, Pritch. Uh, wind is blowing in at Yankee Stadium. And also the Yankees, you don't really, you think of them as a, the big boppers, mm-hmm. the Bronx bombers, but they're actually 60 and 45 to the under this year, Pritch. So I'm going to, I'm going to, this is not going to be fun at all, uh, rooting for uh, one, two, three innings, but I'm going to take the under nine and a half here. This one just stinks to me. Maybe we get a, a surprise low scoring game. Okay, that one stinks to you. This one's gross to you. Uh, and it's Atlanta and St. Louis. Uh, who do you have in this one? Yeah, so I don't want to go up against, uh, you know, our buddy Adam Burke earlier, but I'm going to take St. Louis here, Pritch. Some of these hazmat plays uh, we've been doing pretty decent with recently. And what jumps out to me is uh, Atlanta, who has a you know pretty much slightly better record. They're pretty much almost identical, 53-54 mm-hmm. and 52-53. Uh, but the perception of the Braves is still got a pretty good lineup. Um, they won last night 6-1. to one. They're pitching Drew Smiley today. He's actually quietly Drew Smiley, 7-3, and 3, 4.4 ERA against J.A. Happ. Right. Along with Lester, bad numbers, five and six, 6.77 ERA. With all that being said, Atlanta playing better, better starting pitcher on the mound based on paper. This is becoming a pick em type game. Even though public is all over Atlanta here, this game opened Atlanta around minus 110 on the road. It's flipping to now Cardinals minus 108. So it's be, the line is moving to St. Louis, even though the popular play is Atlanta. So maybe it's a case where J.A. Happ, 
I don't want to jinx him either, but bad ERA. Maybe you go to the NL, you surprise some of these batters who haven't really seen him in quite a while here. It just it stinks to me that everyone's betting Atlanta, yet the line's going to Cardinals. I'm going to back the Cardinals here. I kind of like this sneaky move at home, uh, and, and I'm praying, Jay, a half. Come on, <laughs> pitch, pitch, pitch me a gem today. All right. You know, some of these races are tightening up uh, there, Josh, and, and some of these uh, teams are, are letting their opportunity uh, go by here. Yankees just two games back of the wild card situation. Yeah, they're, they're right up there. And, hey, that, that lineup is still uh, still mashing for you. Again, mm-hmm. do they have the pitching? I still think the Rays AL East. I'm a Sox fan, Pritch. I think the Rays are the team to beat there. All right. Good luck with everything. Enjoy the games. Uh, we'll see you back here tomorrow. Appreciate it. Always a great day, Pritch. Absolutely. Always a great uh, time there, uh, Josh, with you as well. My guys in the desert come up next right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 